Anyone looking at the online sites in Portobello recently might have thought there's been something of a minor crime wave. Bikes stolen, cars vandalised, sheds broken into and much more besides. The latest, as you'll know if you listened to the last episode of the podcast, was the brazen theft of six rare, newly planted trees from the community orchard. So just how serious is crime in Portobello? And what are the police doing about it? The community officer is Matt McPherson. Well, we're trying to respond as robustly as we can to the spate of bike theft. We're well aware it's a big problem and we've been advising residents as openly as we can over the last few weeks and months that it is a serious concern. We were actually down just in Bath Street a few weeks ago and did door-to-door with every single resident there and hand-delivered letters, tied notes around bicycles, advising people of how they could take their bike safety more seriously. And unfortunately, I've come into work today to find that further bikes have been stolen from Bath Street, and I know that that's repeated in other parts of the community as well. So the message is this, got to remain vigilant, got to make sure that you get your bikes marked up, You can uh, get UV pens, you can write your postcode on it, your name on it, anything you want. Take a note of the frame number, that is the number that is on the bottom of your bike where the pedals meet the frame, and make sure that you get a good description of your bike or keep the brochures that come with it so that if it does get stolen and we find it, as we often do, we can reunite the bike with with the owner. But a lot of the time we can't do that because the, the person themselves hasn't given us enough information. But some of these thefts have been particularly brazen because I've heard of sheds being broken into in order to steal the bikes. Yeah, that's right. We've had sheds being broken into. We've had building site just near around the corner from Portobello Station has been broken into as well. And there's been several bike thefts from outside the leisure centre on the promenade. So actually, you'd think to yourself, well, that's a pretty busy area and they've got CCTV cameras up. Why would people go and do that? But they are acting brazenly. But again, the key thing is this. What we need are witnesses coming forward to say, look, so-and-so has been getting a lot of bikes coming to or from their address, or I saw these people in this area around the time I know bikes went missing. We can only do so much with the information we've got, and we need more information in order to catch the people that have been doing this and reunite the bikes with their owners. So if somebody does see something like that, I believe a lot of people around Portobello actually have your details. Yeah, a lot of people have my, my details. It's uh, beat officer Matt McPherson at Portobello Police Station, so you can phone 101 and ask to be put through to myself. Or if you're around, just pop in the station, as many residents do, and chat to one of our station's assistants, Carol or Alex there, and I'll give people a call back as soon as we can. So I'm trying to deal with it as locally as we can, but... We really don't want our community to be part of more serious organised crime across the city with these bikes getting bought and sold or even remade into new bikes and then sold elsewhere. But on the other hand, you've had some uh, positive results because you've been out working, for example, with the local licensed premises and things have been really very peaceful. Yeah, I mean, things in Portobello are, are doing very well. I think that's actually one of the reasons we notice rises in crime when they occur is because our, our, our base level is fairly low. Our housebreakings are down from last year. We know that antisocial behaviour is down from last year. We uh, have had very, very few problems this year with our licensed premises, and we do have a lot of licensed premises across along the high street. So the... Work that's going on under the surface is quite hard in regards to those. Davy Love, fellow beat officer colleague, and I have been working closely with the licensed premises and trying to do as many high visibility patrols we can and working with the licensing board. And uh, the results of that have been very good. We're not getting many calls.
Well, speaking of antisocial behaviour, we're also joined today with Gareth Deering, who is from the Family and Housing Support Team. Gareth, can you just explain your role? As it says, Family and Housing Support, I work closely with the council on their side with the community safety officers within just the hub up at Nidri Mains Road. They will ask us for information regarding problem addresses or antisocial behaviour in certain areas, whether that be Portobello, Craig Miller, etc. And we'll try and work together, passing out information to our local beat officers to see if we can tackle problem areas like Portobello with the bike thefts, seeing if we can get more information from the time of year as well. If it's better weather, you get more kids out and about not knowing what to do with themselves, so they cause a bit of problems. Not always anything serious, but you know, for local residents, it can be disrupting their daily lives, so it's serious in a sense for them. And of course, um, a popular destination is the beach, and of an evening, you can get quite literally hundreds of youths down there and having lived on the beach for some time beside the beach for some time one does recognise that there is drinking going on there there are occasional fights going on there is is that the sort of thing you have to deal with? Yes, definitely there's obviously local bylaws now I believe that are in place for Portobello Beach regarding, I don't know, Matt might know a bit more about that regarding drinking on the beach so again, if anyone does see that they can pass that along via 101 or Matt or people like that and we can come down and look into the people that are doing it. Obviously with the better weather, hopefully, which is coming, you know, if we see any of it, there'll probably be crowds will come along. Generally, hopefully, it'll be, you know, fine and there won't be any sort of disturbances, but I know sometimes that is and it's just a case of letting us know and we'll come and deal with that as best we can. I mean, just to add on to what Gareth's saying, firstly, in regards to antisocial behaviour generally, what we do see in Portobello is we see quite specific hotspots of specific properties that are involved in causing a nuisance over a long period of time. And that's when Gareth's team have been doing such amazing work, bringing the council in, often at times using someone's lease or their private lease as a, a real tool to, for them to change their behaviour or in some cases actually get people evicted from troubled stairs, as we've seen at one particular property, which had been involved in all sorts of antisocial behaviour just a few weeks ago. So we are seeing those sort of residential problems occur, and we're dealing with them very, very robustly in partnership with the council. And a lot of that work goes through Gareth and his team. And in regards to the beach, you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes I've been on duty, I go down, I see a bunch of adults having bonfire maybe a couple of beers and a bottle of single malt. And I think to myself, it's a shame I'm on duty. That looks like a really nice way to spend an evening. But we do have on the other scale, large numbers of youths causing concerns for local residents. And this is one of the key issues we're looking at, the Community Alcohol Partnership. Community Alcohol Partnership is bringing police, youth organisations, the council, um, all sorts of licensed premises, including Tesco, Sainsbury's and independent retailers, round the same table to talk about how we can challenge antisocial behaviour, alcohol-related crime. We've been doing a huge amount of work and it's been really, really effective. And it's involved going into schools, using our school link officers. It's involved resources for our licensed premises. And over the next few weeks, we'll be running free training sessions for all independent retailers in our community, which is being supported by some of the big retailers like Tesco's and Sainsbury's. So we're really grateful to see that improve. 
And I think it's important to raise because we are seeing the bigger picture when it comes to alcohol-related crime in our community, and we need to continue to do that. Something that was raised during the recent local election was to do with the number of inhabited caravans and some antisocial behaviour that's going on for people who are actually living in them, down at the bottom of King Street, for example. Is, is that a concern? Yeah, we have been keeping a close eye on King's Place, and I wouldn't say it's a concern. I'd say it's something that we need to keep an eye on at this moment in time. We've received a few complaints from residents, but not many, about the growing number of caravans down in that area. Last week, PC Love and I met with the council to discuss this matter, and the matter has actually been referred to the council's legal team, and it's currently being progressed by them at this time. Our view is this. If the people living in those caravans are causing antisocial behaviour or are living in a way which seriously impacts on the environment or public health, then obviously that will step up and progress any action the council or the police are required to take. As it stands at the moment, we're satisfied that the situation is being managed, but there are further questions that ought to be answered and the council and us are going to keep a very, very close eye over the weeks ahead. For the moment, I think... We've covered quite a lot, so Matt McPherson, Gareth Deering, thank you both very much. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks.